Friday or not, we're going straight into a couple of very important topics that may or may not jeopardize our friendship even more, Ajay. So wait, me not living with you or not wanting to live with you didn't jeopardize our friendship? Oh, it put it on Sweet. the rocks. It is on the Sweet. rocks. Sweet, dude. Hey, we have a chance then. AJ, we AJ, have a chance. AJ and McCall at VFX. Ajay's filling in. Uh, with McCall out. So when you watch TV, is there anything you do in particular to the television to watch along? You put subtitles on? Uh, Netflix, yes. Everything else, no. Everything. Why Netflix? Just out of curiosity. Because they always have shows that are like speaking a different accent that have no clue we're talking about. It's funny you bring that up because a friend and I were discussing it because I don't know if you have it the same way as I do, but every time I get with my friends, they ask me if I'm watching some show. And I, I look, I appreciate their suggestions. The answer is always no, though. <laughs> I'm not watching the show. Because the way it works for Ashley and I is we say yes, but we spend... Very little time together at this point in time. So when we do to get together, it's like football or catching up on stuff. So no, we're not watching a new show because we binge. We're terrible about it. Like, you put us on to something, it's going to be done in the next day. Yeah, okay. So that's actually me too. So we, however, have subtitles on everything. I, I, should stand, I should stand correct, actually. I put subtitles on everything. I think Ashley just tolerates me putting on subtitles on everything. I actually seem to like it. Well, the reason I did it is because a couple years ago, I was I was legitimately going deaf, and I found out why and, and took care of it, but so I put subtitles on because I just couldn't hear anything, and it just stuck. I just have them on all the time, which is, all the time. which is nice, because then if you just kind of duck in and out of whatever, you can just kind of pick it up as it goes, but they're just there. I'm a subtitles all the, all the time kind of guy. <laughs> But for whatever reason, people, like, get super upset about this. People take it – they're like, what? No. Like, it's really annoying. And don't get me wrong. I get it. Like, I have a buddy who comes, like, once a year so we can watch the March Madness tournament, and he, he can't stand him. I, every time he comes on my TV, he goes, hey, can you – Can you turn those off? Can you turn those off? <laughs> no. Which is, which is fair because I don't really need the commentary because I can kind of figure out what's happening in the basketball game for myself. Did he make the basket? I didn't need anybody <laughs> to tell me. I could see it. <laughs> I mean, if it's Marv, you can't tell if it's a three or a free throw, so you never know. <laughs> just call for myself. Just checking in at the score periodically to see if the bets worked out. But I was just curious <laughs> where you stood on that because I just was. I'm surprised how bent out of shape people get about subtitles. Yeah, I I'm a subtitle guy. I actually have fallen in love with it. I started using it two years ago, and I haven't stopped. I love it. All right, all right. See, there's hope. It's sprouting, sprouting hey. anew. We can do this. Okay. Well, I'm hoping that you're on my side as well. When it comes to trick-or-treating, because probably at least every year, I pick a fight with a lot of people about one very specific thing. Halloween is coming up. This year, it's a Sunday. We could collectively agree that's a terrible day that it should be on. Amen. So we go back. At least in Utah. I would say in general, but yes, definitely in Utah. See, see, we're going to get into this. I'm going to pick the fight with the audience yet again, because I don't learn my lesson, and I think (laughs) I'm 100% right, but Halloween needs to move. Sunday is just a terrible day for Halloween. For what it stands for, for the day of the week that it represents, it just shouldn't be there. That being said, AJ McCall at VFX, AJ's filling in. I get in this argument every year, AJ, because my stance is we should just move Halloween in general. It should just be the last Saturday of the month. Okay, so I got a question. Why outside of the state of Utah is it bad on Sunday? It's just, you know, it's just you don't get to stay up as late. You can't eat as much candy. Sunday still represents similar things that it represents here. It's just better on a Friday or Saturday. Those are the best days for it. I would agree. Okay. I can go with that. So every year I get into this argument because I say, look, Halloween needs to move to the last Saturday. Like what Thanksgiving is, the Thursday, November. Saturday is Halloween. And that's helped as well because it gets the day off. If you want to give me, if you want to make Halloween a day off, I'm, hey, right here. I'm right there with you. High five. I'm in. But, of course, Halloween is attached to All Hallows' Eve and blah, 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 blah. And this is my problem with that. Who, who, who knows what that is, who celebrates it? It's an argument I get in every year because you can't move because All Hallows' Eve. I'm like, you're right. We definitely, we celebrate that. Everyone goes, thank goodness, it's All Hallows' Eve. Nobody says that. Everyone goes, yay, it's Halloween. So let's move it to Saturday because that's what it's for, for trick-or-treating, for parties, for get-togethers. It's a kid's holiday. Like, Every, every year. Someone asked me one year. I got an argument in 68255. Then over text. Start your text with VFX, and we could do this all over again. Someone asked me one year. goes, well, what if we decided to move your birthday to the last weekend of the month? My birthday's May 29th. And I was like, great. I'd rather be on a weekend anyway. Move it. I'm good with it. Hold on. You said, and I quote, 
it's a kid's holiday. It is a kid's holiday. Okay, so then why are you? Com- I mean, it's about the kids. It ain't about us. The kids don't care if it's fr- Monday through Friday or Saturday or Sunday. They just want to get out there and go get some trick or treating done. You and I, AJ, are too old to do that. Yes, yes I might look are. like I'm no. twelve. No, you're but right. I'm too old. I, I don't. I don't think it would go well if we went door to door asking for candy. I don't. I don't see that. I no, don't. We should that try it well. actually. Look, buddy, if you want to, I will. Lord knows that the cops have uh, not been called on us yet. So, I, but I don't know when that street comes out. What are they going to call the cops on us for? Uh, we see there's two older men trick or treating. Uh, well, I don't. What's, I th- what's illegal about that? I think if you if you get above the age of let's say conservatively twenty three, I think even that's a little bit high. I don't think you're allowed to go door to door. Wait, who says anymore. you're not allowed to? Text into six eight six one three five one and let us know. <sighs> I legitimately just said it. Two minutes ago, six eight two five five is the number to text. Start That's what your text with VFX. It's not. It's there. There's no rule that says you can't go trick or treating over a certain age. Okay, look. If, if while, I go to while a you're door texting, you can I tell want, us. And I want candy, <laughs> and I say the magic I words. Think you, have, you have to have a great costume, though. Sure, I'll put the. Yeah, I'm putting something together really spicy this year. I, I believe you. To answer your original question, though, yes, the kids don't care what day it is, but the kids would enjoy it more if it's Saturday. They don't care if it's, if it's Saturday. A, if it's a school night, you don't get to sit up and eat the candy. You don't get to be out as late. It's all factors. No one's out that late anyways. No one's like out at 9 o'clock at night trick-or-treating. It's now starting well, like at in 5. U- in Utah, the, it raises an interesting issue because it seems to snow here the weekend of Halloween every year that I've been here, and I can't stand that. Like That's appalling, but like that's its own, that's its own issue. Move Halloween permanently to Saturday. By the way, can I just tell you, my favorite thing of Halloween, I love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday. I hate Christmas. I hate Valentine's, um, but I love Halloween Mm -hmm. because I can make kids cry without feeling bad. I love it. I one time scared the crap out of a kid wearing a Tigger suit that made him soil himself so badly. And you know what? He ran screaming and crying. His mommy was in shock, and I was hysterically laughing while yet running away and then wiping out down the hill. God bless this holiday. And so if you bring your kid by my house, I'm going to make him cry. So so I definitely am not going to go trick-or-treating with Aj anymore because I feel like there's <laughs> definitely going to be parents lurking out there who want vengeance against this guy. Just so we're all clear. Uh, also terrifying is the fact that I committed to buying a house with him and now this is just going to be house policy. Hey, we can do this, AJ. There's a workaround that people have started to get into to buy a house and it makes sense. The problem is, how good are you with roommates? So uh, houses are really, really, really expensive. And uh, I'm probably approximately 400 years away from affording one, which is great. Timeline's moving up. AJ McCall VFX for the Automatrix Group debated eight. AJ subbing in. And AJ, uh, where, where are you at? 300 years away? 200? Where are you at? Closer to me? Further away from me? Uh, about, let's say closer. Closer? A little bit closer? That's good to know. This couple centuries? Less than that. Oh, good. Let's I'm, go one century. I'm happy to hear that. So, as we all know, the housing market is ridiculously expensive. Yes, it is. And it's, Out of control. It's gone up across the board. Well, according to a real estate study, uh, the number of co-buyers with different last names has soared 771% in the last seven years. So that means almost eight times as many people are having co-buyers with different last names on the house. What does that mean? Well, to get around this whole uh, notion of having to buy a really expensive house and not being able to afford it, people are house partying it. They're getting their friends together, they're pooling their money, and they're buying houses together. Smart. AJ, we're getting a house together. We're doing it, man. You're going to have to pay for 90% of it. What? How, that's not how this works. I'll pay for 10%. That's not how this works. I'll buy you one cake a week and uh, buy a couple of uh, pizzas for you, too. Here's the thing. I, I get the idea. Our salary says that's how it works, by the way. <laughs> I just want you to know that. Our salary says that's how it's going to be. So, so I get the notion because you have your own house, right? You got your own place. Everybody wants their own place. You grow mm-hmm. up and you're like, I want my own place. Mm-hmm. But, like, isn't the idea of buying a house to have you know, your own place. I'm not saying like I wouldn't move in. I've done the roommate thing before. I, I have I have lots of great stories and great feelings about roommates that I have had. But also, at one point, I made the decision. I actively said out loud at about 26-ish when I moved away from town for the first time. I was like, I'm never going to have a roommate ever again. Because I just, I just, it was, it was my time to be on my own. Like, I have no problem spending time with people, all of that. But I wanted my own place. Makes sense. So, but okay, how many people, how, what's the most people you live with in one house or an apartment, whatever? Two, two other people. 
Really? Two. One of them is my girlfriend, so I feel like that's kind of cheating, but yeah. two. How'd it go? Uh, that one, not great. Oh, uh, um, glad I asked. Uh, I don't feel I don't feel like it's the right time to contextualize this, but that friend and I <laughs> that friend and I were not friends for a stretch after he moved out, and the we signed the lease, and then I broke up with that girl a month into that lease. So, jeez, not the ideal situation. And then while she still lived there, I started dating another girl who's around all the time. So, oh like, don't my don't gosh. do that. Like, don't do that. AJ rules look, boundaries. Look, I. I was, Limits. I was 19. I was not intelligent. Oh, let's, let's let's use the oh, I was 19. Look, you want me to acknowledge? Was that kid an idiot? Yes, that kid was 100% an idiot, but he was also 19. Yeah, that's not good, man. I how, don't disagree. How long did it last, like, you being in that place? I lived there for two years. I then, I, Another girl moved in with me. That didn't go well. Okay, she so left. Wait. Yeah, Sarah, Jamie, and Jill... All within two years, living in that one place. Technically, so not counting me, four other people lived in that apartment by the time I moved out. There was my buddy Corey, my first girlfriend Nyoka, my second girlfriend Megan, and then my roommate who <laughs> picked up the ad off of Facebook. Uh, Simo was the was short the ad for thing. you or for the home? I just wanted for the to know. room. Okay, he I was just a random I stranger. We'd make sure which, I clear that up, right which now. could have gone badly, but he was great. We actually got another place together after that. Oh my gosh, I've only lived. Like outside of my parents' house, I've only lived in three places. I lived in a few more than that. Three, three. I've had a roommate every year since I moved out. I've had a roommate every year until I left my hometown and moved for radio. So seven. I was in. Do college you think forever. we would get along if we moved in with each other, or do you think we'd hate each other's guts? I think we'd hate each other. Intern over here is giving me a big head nod, saying he doesn't think we would get along at all. Yeah, he's thinking about you, not me. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I'm pretty to myself. I'm, uh, yeah. Are you I mean, loud? Me and my stuffed animals, Reggie, my, you know, my main man, Monkey. You know, I'm just going to venture on the side of no. I'm going to go on the and safe side we, and we'll say we'll I don't think we'd get along. We just space, you know? Yeah, we want to watch our Disney movies and such. That's fair. See, this raises this, the interesting second question. So, AJ now and I are definitely buying a house together. It's going to be full of hijinks and hilariousness because we're going to get on each other's nerves. What more could you ask for? The real question, though, is would we be the worst roommates that the other has ever had? Because that's the caveat. You buy a house yes. with someone, you have now bought a permanent roommate. You would, you'd be the worst roommate. I already, you could say that I would be the worst roommate without question. How rude, right? Like it took him all of four seconds to make that decision. I don't see what the problem is. I would not be the worst roommate. You would. Out of all the roommates I've had, you'd be the worst one. And yeah. it, and to be honest, I love you, but it wouldn't be close. For the first time ever, I'm hoping that Ajay's undefeated streak for Florida not comes to an end. I'm actively cheering. I'm now going to collect the most difficult stories I can find. Why do you hope my failure? Well, you hurt because my I'm trying to save our I'm, friendship. I'm lashing out. I'm trying out to save our friendship. Hurt. It's this kind of selfish attitude. <laughs> I am actively cheering against Ajay continuing his winning streak because he hurt my feelings. And I want you to know, I scoured hard to find. The perfect stories to try and trick you today for Florida or not. I, this is called petty wise. Big time. Petty. Big time. 100%. I acknowledge it. This isn't Florida or not. It's petty or not. AJ recalled VFX is Florida or not. AJ78. So he is going to be your teammate. He is undefeated. I cannot deny that fact. And I've got the three Florida, Florida stories. Uh, three stories, excuse me. Headline number one A thief needed money for meth so he could see his imaginary girlfriend again. Why are you laughing? Because he said he he, he we'll misses her. We'll get the story. Yeah, well, you know, maybe if he got a real girlfriend, he'd see her more often. Wow. That's harsh. How about the... Uh, I can't believe this one. Story number two. A woman attacked a man with an axe, but don't worry, she got off easy. Homeboy married her. Hey, true love finds its way through the hardest times. I, I, I think it's by Guns and Roses. He married her so she wouldn't go to jail. That is nuts. Are you like she did that before you were together? You imagine her getting in an argument. So I married an axe murderer. I was wondering, have you seen that movie? It's a good love movie. that movie. It's a, it's an old movie. It was a good movie. It's a great movie, classic. Uh, and then story number three: a sculpture of a knife may be forcibly removed from a certain neighborhood in the United States because it's big, as tall as a house. A sculpture of a knife. Sculpture of a knife. 
It does. The property belongs to a chef, if that helps. So I don't think there was malicious intent. But I got to be honest. I don't think I would feel comfortable living in a, ni- in a neighborhood that had a uh, kitchen knife the size of a house in it. A really interesting pattern we have here today, AJ, from trying to find a true love that may or may not exist, Manti Teo's girlfriend, oh, to uh, falling in love with a girl who wants to kill you for it. And then to a knife a that's knife. being built of the girl's axe. Very, very Halloweeny, right? Love it. Halloweeny. It- I like what you did there. <laughs> Vengeance. Yes. Petty. Yes. AJ hurt my feelings. I hope he loses. That's just how this works. That is brutal. You're a sports fan. You know how it goes. You actively cheer against sometimes uh, people's best interests because uh, they hurt your feelings. This isn't fantasy football with your family, AJ. No, it's fantasy football with you. We're in a league together. I know. (laughs) AJ McCall on VFX. It's Florida not AJ7N. And look, I just want to ask, Jordan, I'm sure you're a great fan of me when I get to play. you got to team up with AJ. Are you ready? Because I'm going to try and make you guys lose. Yeah, I'm ready. Confidence. She's ready. I love it. Confidence. Swag. Story number one. Thief needed money for meth. So he decided to, to break into someone's truck and steal their stuff. The cops were able to catch him, though. When they asked him... He had wanted to sell the stuff. He said he needed to sell the stuff to buy meth because he only sees his emerg- imaginary girlfriend when he's on meth. That's the romance story you're looking for. Yeah, That's the rom com of the century. Falling in love. Hey, you're gonna make, you're gonna make this. If Manti Teo can do it, oh, anybody can do it. Hey, it spurned them on to a fifty to nothing national championship loss. That's power. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they made him see something else. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, uh, speaking of love, story number two, apparently you can find it in weird places. Uh, A woman who was 67 quarreled with a man who was 38 who was described as a, quote, roommate. Uh, They got into a big fight, so she uh, threatened and potentially tried to attack him with an axe multiple times, trying to hit him in the head, the ribs, and the neck. So, reasonably, she was going to go to jail, right? No, no. Homeboy. Homeboy had a had a change of heart. During the trial, he proposed to the defendant, and they got married. That is what I'm talking about. And as that a spouse, is what I'm talking about. he asked the court not to imprison the defendant. Who needs marriage counsel when you have court? She attacked him with an at. What is she thinking? What, you can't get divorced? Hey. You can't do it. If you can't love me at my worst, you can't have me at my best. Oh, you got me there. I got no response to that one. That is definitely the worst. You've seen her at her absolute worst and apparently still into it. I'm so proud of that couple. Oh, gosh. Found true love. Story number three. One random neighborhood somewhere in the United States, tell you that, has a uh, unique and usual, unusual structure. It is a chef's knife that is estimated to be 20 to 30 feet tall. Not only that, it's set off to the side of the road. It's in a neighborhood. So it may have to be taken down because uh, it violates a city ordinance. Not to mention, look, I, I, I don't know. I don't know its structural integrity, but for the sake of this argument, I'm going to say I don't feel comfortable with it. Good strong breeze, all of a sudden you're dodging a knife. That doesn't feel like a good statement to make. <laughs> I'm glad she finds it funny because I'm very confused right now. What how, are you confused about? How are they able to build it, but then they're like, oh, it's against city ordinance. That's a good question. How did they put it up? I have no idea. So like the city's just like, oh la 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 la. Oh, I wonder what that is. Gonna, who cares? Maybe maybe they said maybe they didn't convey that it was going to be twenty Three to thirty weeks feet tall. Later, <laughs> you need to take that down. Seriously. All right, Jordan, I'll help. I'll help AJ out. What story do you think it is? Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking number one, maybe. All right, so she thinks one, Ajay. What are you feeling? Okay, so here's the thing is I used to have an imaginary girlfriend, too, and she was beautiful. Um, she loved me for who I was. What was her name? Uh, her name was uh, Shaniqua, and we were lovely. we were a true couple, okay? We did things together. We spent time together, a lot of time together. She supported me in my dreams, my hopes. She played Super Nintendo with me. It was wonderful. And then uh, Shaniqua and I had to uh, split. That is sad. Uh, I feel for you, man. Bad roommates. So uh, I I feel like story one connects to me the most. So this is you just you get, you're getting a vibe on this one. My so final talking? answer and Jordan's final answer, if I may. All right, well let's find out. Jordan, did did AJ convince you? What do you, what story do you like? I'm thinking I'm gonna go with one. Wow. Yes. True love conquers all. I suppose he's been through it as well. There was love in story too, right? You know that, right? Well, I, mean, I don't know if it's necessarily love, which was adorable, was but I mean, people chasing people with axes and then falling in love is a very normal thing around here at this time of the year. It's a good, very important caveat. Congratulations, Jordan Ajay. Win. It is in fact story number one.
Sword number two is in Russia, by the way. That doesn't surprise me at all. And <laughs> I'm not even joking you. Hang on the line, Jordan. We'll get you all taken care of, get you entered in, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the, Congratulations and you're welcome, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, the knife was in Tulsa. Oklahoma got this big old knife Dude. in it, which is tor- that's tornado country. Yeah, it's there's so many things wrong with that story that I just I didn't think it was true. I that's a fair point. Like who? Why? Why? Why do you need a huge knife? I mean, I can see I can for some reason I can see a lady going that 67 going after her 38 year old boyfriend with an axe and then getting married three hours later, but I can't see a knife be, statue being built. Congratulations to Jordan. She wins at Florida and not on VFX. Speaking of uh, Tornado Alley, I guess Colorado's a little bit outside of it, but uh, good news. Colorado Governor Jared Polis is uh, feeling confident, right? His state tied for a something. It's good. You definitely don't want to lead the country in shark attacks, but also, yeah, Colorado's not going to lead the country in shark attacks. Wow. Got to tell you, this is too stupid. Celebrate the little things, I suppose. AJ McCall at VFX, little, uh, little. Sorry, Ajay uh, subbed in. No, with you God. son of a. I didn't. I don't know what. The, sorry. Yeah, you do tongue. know. Slip of the tongue. Um, so, Colorado Mayor or Governor, excuse me, Jared Polis tweeted a map that was done at some point that was ranking the states that have the most shark attacks, and he celebrated the fact that yay, Colorado's tied with the least shark attacks. Yeah. Now, yes, he was having fun with it. Why? Why did they do this map? Seriously. Where are the wait? Hold on a second. How are Illinois, Missouri, and Kentucky on this map colored? Wait, no. Why? Okay, hold on. Now okay, I'm, I'm really confused. confused because you told me it was the governor, then it's the mayor, then there's He's shark the attacks, but now they're what is going on over there? The only AJ? change that I made was governor. They cut. It's a map, so it's a white map. All the states that don't have any shark attacks are colored white, right? Okay. So, unsurprisingly. If you're the coast states, you have some color of orange up to red because red is the most severe, right? Yeah. Somehow on this map, Missouri, Illinois, and Kentucky are colored the color of one shark attack. Okay. How? How did they have a shark attack? Zoos. Zoos. People are dumb enough to hop into a shark tank and be like, I want to pet the fish and then get eaten. Get eaten. Or, I'd explain that one at work. That's got to be a bunch of paperwork. Or the lakes. Maybe the shark made its way through the lake out of the zoo, <laughs> and is hanging out in the Just pond. Hitched a ride, and some and some kids out there with his little Fisher Price, you know, pole, and gets eaten by a shark. <laughs> I just want to be clear about this. Colorado, dude. Colorado's got crap going on everywhere. We got they got zero no marijuana. Shark oh, they have zero. Yeah, they tied with basically every other state in the middle of the country. How did Utah do? We're good. Yeah, we're good. no shark attacks. All right, shark attack free. Thank That's goodness. Good. That's good. I'm glad that Ajay is spreading the the just childhood nightmare, though. Like, those states need to worry. Like, everyone as a kid was like, what if there's a shark in this bathtub or this yeah. pool? Apparently, in Missouri, Illinois, and Kentucky, you legitimately need to be worried you there do. might be a shark in that you're bathtub. You're welcome. Oh, my gosh. All right. Whether you're in the lake, the pond, the zoo, your bath. I mean, okay, your bathtub might be a little bit severe. That, that might be too much. I'm sorry. That would be... Let's just see a let's see a really terrible horror movie made where that's how I the, really do the vic, that's how the monster kills people just put sharks in the back. You know I love sharks. They're okay. fascinating I'm, to me. I'm on board. I'm in. Them and gorillas and orangutans. Okay, I'm still in. But they're violent animals. That's fair. But they are fascinating and they're beautiful creatures. I would. <laughs> You know, I legitimately thought you were just saying, I'd love to meet a shark. I, no, I, I legitimately a, just I, I really just, I, no, I was about to say it. I want to meet a shark. Would you do, okay, would you do that cage diving thing they do, right? Where they drop you down in the cage so you can see him and you scoop, you're in the scooby gear? I did it in the VR. How was it? Was it terrifying in the Dude, VR? Dude, honestly, you put, you do, no, really, and I'm not even joking I'm, you. I believe you. You do that thing in the VR, it scares the crap out of you. I bet. You want to hear a funny VR story? So, uh, McCall and I were lucky enough to go do it at, I think it was Rescue One was where we went, and they have this whole VR setup, and it's really cool. And so they have this one game where you have to try and walk out to the end of a board up on a skyscraper to pick something up and walk back, and we all tried to do it. Ashley did it, and they they set a board up for you, and they measured everything so you can do, you feel the real thing, right, because you're walking on a board, but it's just on the ground. <laughs> Ashley freaked out while she was doing it and fell, and like for the next three weeks, her elbow just, she jacked it up. Just completely jacked it up. 
So she she doesn't care for VR as much anymore because she actually hurt herself just trying to walk on a board. I love it. I that VR thing is so amazing. And they, they again they do them with like when you're in the cage and the shark attack rips off the cage. Oof. Dude, and it like it scares the absolute crap out I'm of me. I'm with you, homeboy. I bet it's terrifying. I want you to come do it. I'd one hundred percent do it. You would? Yeah. Let's do it. I wouldn't mind trying the real thing, in all honesty. I would like to try the real thing. I'm not really into the real thing. I want to meet the shark. But I will 100%. I just want the shark to love me back. <laughs> you, 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 you feel it out. You I just want cuddle time. I got That's you. what I'm you asking for, a little bit there. of cuddle time. Hey, so the other day, AJ was telling me he needs to come up with a new sound for his uh, eventual broadcast gig. He needs to come up with a new one. Uh, I found out there are a lot of sounds that are trademarked that you're not allowed to use. So I felt like, oh, I should make you aware of this just so you don't consider any of these. Thank you. You're welcome. No one wants anybody to get sued, right? So, AJ's trying to come up with a new sound for his uh, broadcast he's going to be doing a little bit later this year. And I happened to stumble across this article. It said sounds you didn't realize are trademarked. AJ called VFX, AJ7. I was like, oh, I better tell AJ some of these so he doesn't try and use any of them. Because if you do, you could get sued. I don't want that to happen. Okay. So, some of them I feel like are not surprising. Darth Vader's breathing sound from Star Wars, trademarked. Uh, the Pillsbury Doughboy's giggle, trademarked. AOL's You've Got Mail, which no one has heard in 10 years, still trademarked. But some of the ones that kind of drove me, I was like, really? How am I going to fit Darth Vader's sound into my broadcast? I, I didn't, I'm just giving you examples of ones that I was like, oh, that makes sense because I use them all the time. But like, do you ever, you ever see the show Law & Order? No. No? Okay, well, they have a they have a theme song. It's actually a pretty good theme song. Dun, 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 dun. But at the end of it, it does it plays this like wicked guitar solo, and then it goes, dun, dun. Trademarked. Those two notes, trademarked. Can't use them. Okay. Uh, the ticking stopwatch from 60 Minutes, which how do you, how do you trademark that? Yeah. It's just ticking. Trademarked. So the question is, if you had a sound that you wanted to, no one else to use ever because it's your sound. Anytime anyone uses it, they had to they had to directly credit you, pay you whatever. What would it be? Fart. <laughs> you didn't even hesitate. Also, I guess kudos on the honesty, but I don't I don't think I wanted I would want okay, that. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. We can't we can't do the fart because it'd be too. What offensive. about something you say, like sound or say? Yeah. So okay. So something I say. So I was going to use yummy, um, but I figured out when I would be in regards to my broadcast, I would not. It well, I would agree with that. I agree with both. Aj's assessment. So Let's just go leave with it at that. Nutritious, nutritious. <laughs> um, it's like the Hulk Hogan of broadcasting. So eat your vitamins. <laughs> but no, okay. So I've been using this one for a while, like for like big plays when I you know cover sports up there, right? Uh, and I've been using fresh biscuits or no warm biscuits, fresh butter. No fresh biscuits, warm butter is what I'm gonna do. So like if there is a Game-winning shot, you know. Uh, Shaniqua for three. Got it! Fresh biscuits, warm butters. I, just something like that. I fail to see the metaphor, but if it works for you, homie, it Are works you for you. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I fail to see My the metaphor. My brain goes bang. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's not creative, but it, it no. makes sense. Okay. It makes sense? Yeah. Fresh biscuits, warm butter? I, I, I'm failing to see the metaphor. You know, it's when when you hear it in a game, you're gonna be maybe, like, maybe I'll hear it you're gonna be like, oh good. my gosh, that sounded so Spe- cool. Speaking and when it's on sports, you're like, oh, dude, you should trademark that. That's what you're gonna say. Look, I will always try and give you advice to the best of my ability. My favorite, by the way, talking about sports broadcasts, is that kid who got subbed in on. Uh, I want to say it was Indiana University oh, Television. No, man. Reggie Miller takes a three, and boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> Dude, that I, I, when I still watch that, and I some people show me it <laughs> just because they think it's funny. I feel so bad. The for problem him. is he did he refused to lean into it because he got caught up in the moment. Like he became famous for it, and it was a, it was a cool thing. Like Boom Goes the Dynamite is a great call, but he freaked out about it and he let it get to him, and he just completely pulled out dude, and then lost, made it. it worse. Oh, that dude! You ever see the sideline broadcaster uh, Broncos? I can't remember who it was. Um and they they go to him just before the game, uh, and he's talking about the head coach. Horrible sideline report, but he goes at the end. He goes and he is having the time of his life. Guys, like straight face, looks like he's about to be at a funeral. With the coaches, <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding? And like, and then there's just like this dead silence. All right, well, thanks there, Bob. Uh, let's uh, 
I need to show you that. I, you need to watch that. You would die. That's just what friends do. You make sure your other friends don't get sued. That's uh, <laughs> what so you do. That's what I'm looking out for you. Uh, Friday means a conclusion to Park Narcs. Have you voted for the one that you think is the worst in Cash Valley? If not, they're pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. We'll look at it again. Friday is great because it definitely means that we, of course, are ending the week. But you know what it also means? Park Narks finds out who has voted the worst Parker in Cash Valley this week. So, AJ McCall at VFX and AJ7 in this week. Last parting shots here, AJ, to get to convince people to vote the way you want them to vote. To get- Dude, someone parked in double parked in the at the driver's license bureau division place. DLD. How in the world? I mean, I know the other person hit like a cement barrier or whatever. Did minor damage and it's a cement barrier. It takes like twenty bucks just to, you know, have the cement truck take a poop on the ground again and just create it. Super glue. Done. I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry. For me, can I? Am I allowed to uh, tell who I would vote for? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. Number one. Yeah. And if you don't vote number one, you're a double parker person. You're a double parker person. Nominee number one, double parked at the DLD, right out in front too. It's not even like in the back of the oh, parking lot. They don't line. hide it. No, it is right off to the side, which is just tacky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going there, maybe maybe you want to try How and do you miss that badly. Impress them a little bit. I don't know, man. I I really don't. My a- Ashley has this bad habit of not not part double parking, but she curves the vehicle. So like it's and I tell her like straighten out. <laughs> I had to get she was we swapped cars this week, so I had to go down to Sandish Fork for a broadcast, and I pulled my car out. Sure enough, it's turned to the left. And I gotta I've got to turn back to the right so I can get out of the parking lot. Like straighten out. I don't know. Like I don't are people not consciously checking to make sure am I in the lines when they park? Because I do. Yeah, oh, dude, I'm paranoid about it. Because I think if I don't, if I park too close to one side of the line, I'm going to get hit. Yeah, I don't want a door ding. I don't want that to happen. Nominee number two, as AJ alluded to, there's a a car that's parked in the stripy rectangle where you're not supposed to park. And then they hit the little cement barrier. Maybe they broke it. Maybe they didn't. If not, though, they're still the ones that pushed into the sprinkler and destroying public property, those jerks. Vandalism. Yeah, it is vandalism. They just don't care. Watch out. These are the people that are going to eggs houses mm-hmm. on Halloween. That's these people Toilet right here. Toilet paper your house with the sprinklers on. Yeah. First ones are the ones that are not going to show up in costume, but they're going to demand candy. They're the people where you have the bowl out and it says take one, and they wait till you're not looking, and they just grab a handful. That's they're, them. they're the people when you go bobbing for apples, they just use their hands. Cheaters. Wow. I don't, what, the, the world is mean. How do those people exist? Vote, though. AJ likes number one. His vote doesn't count. He's allowed to have his opinion, though, as we all are, and who's the most annoying, and he says it should be number one. You agree, you vote. You don't, you vote for number two. Pin to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. We'll find out who is the most annoying parker in Cache Valley. I Also, if you see terrible parking, do the right thing. Take a picture, send it to our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Utah's VFX. Get yourself entered in for Park Narcs so you can win prizes, too. Speaking of vehicles, AJ... You're a married man. I'm a happy, committed man. I was talking to a friend of mine, lady, who's talking about uh, someone she's been with for a long time. Super serious. We got having a conversation about like how we met because we'd forgotten each other's stories. She was telling me there was one specific thing about the car the dude was driving that stood out to her, and she was like, "Yep, I'm in. I'm in for date two. Already decided." And I was like, "That really? That that's what it took? That's what it took?" Okay, sure. Look, I'm never going to learn how to drive stick shift. That's all I'm going to say. So I guess I'm out. Okay, so the story of how you meet someone is always going to be something interesting. When you have, you know, your significant other of importance, you hopefully get married, et cetera, et cetera, right? AJ McCall, VFX, AJ subbing in. So I was talking to a friend of mine, and for the life of me, I could not remember how she met her boyfriend. So we were just she's like, hey, how do you mean blah, blah, we're trading stories. She's a friend of ours bought an engagement ring, which we'll get into later. That's why the subject came up. And... I was like, is there anything unusual like that stood out to you about your guys' first date? Because mine and Ashley's for a little background, she actually came over, we made root beer floats, and we just talked. And it's 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 been an inside joke. It's a special thing like root beer floats since then have taken on su- supreme significance, but it was nothing complicated, right? And she said, you know, the one thing that stood out to me is he came to pick me up, and when he did, he was driving a, a manual vehicle, stick shift. And I, she said, I remember noticing it and thinking, yep, I'm already in for date two, unless he royally screws this up because that is attractive. And I thought, really? Like, because he could drive a stick shift, you were like, oh, 
it's getting hot in here. It's a little hot under the collar. Anybody else feeling that? Like it's getting a little warm in here. And I'm like, that's that's what it took. Like I don't want to disparage the small things that people like. We once had a phone call. Somebody liked belly buttons, and I'm like, I don't get it. But all right, do you boo? Stick shift. Really? Can you drive one? Would be the very first important question. I found a girl who could drive stick shift. She's mine. Oh, well, congratulations. I did not know that your wife could drive stick shift. She can't. I said if I could find a girl. Oh, you said I did. My bad. I can't drive one for the life of me. I can't either. We did a whole challenge about it. I can make it. I made it about but it's six true. feet. I, I, I think, I mean, the majority. Text into 69131865568255. Start your text with VFX. To find out, I mean, do you find somebody who drives stick shift attractive? Like, if a girl drives stick shift, a lot of guys are going to think that girl is gorgeous. Interesting. If so a not- guy drives stick shift, a lot of girls are going to find that guy attractive. You're doubling down. This is the poll of the day up on our Instagram story right now. Utah's VFX is uh, driving a is the ability to drive a stick shift in attractive quality. So you, like, let, let me. You're married, happily committed. Not going to happen. But like, so you you're telling me like you go on like you create your own online dating profile. You type out like, love sports, huge nerd, can drive manual. <laughs> <laughs> or do we put that up? Is it a little bit higher up on the list? Like, is where, where, where number one, maybe? Maybe it's just a picture of you sitting in a car with it, and you're like, yes, I can drive a manual. Radio radio, radio personality. <laughs> no, it actually be st- stick shift driver, radio personality, man of God, family lover, little kid lover. Uh, Yeah. Just Leave maybe come back to it again and put it at the end to, again, manual. Yeah, come back can again. operate again, stick shift. In capital letters. Again. <laughs> can operate drive stick, stick shift. <laughs> Operates machinery vehicle. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Fellas, ladies out there, I would I would not. I think it's generally not difficult to learn. I just think I'm an idiot. So put it on the resume because a friend of mine said, yep. Ajay says, yep. That's enough for me. Two people. That makes it true fact. But vote on the poll of the day, nonetheless. Again, it's on our uh, Instagram store, Utah's you sound VFX. Bitter again. You I don't can't feel bitter. Drive stick I shift. can't. Do, I'm admitting it. I'm not bitter about it. I'm admitting it. I just didn't think it was enough. But you guys say yes. I think I it ju- is. I just said it's a fact. I, I acknowledged it, it. I also just admitted I'm an idiot because I feel like it's probably not that difficult to learn. So here's the thing: is like when I used to drive tractors, I used to be able to drive a stick. Like I mean, you have to shift it into gears or whatever. And I was right. like, this is easy. I got in a car and did it, and it just kicked the crap. I mean, I was, like, all Look, over the place. I hear you, man. We did a challenge right. in this parking lot, like, three years ago. I The furthest I made it was about 10 feet. I don't get it. Like, you're supposed to lift your foot off the clutch while pushing the gas pedal and then, like, push the clutch, re-push the gas pedal, hit the brake. Like, I don't get it. Don't How do you do it? Magic, man. I think, you know what? Those people sold their soul to a certain entity who will not be named on this show to make sure that they could. That's what it was. That's what it was. Man, it's impressive. I'm impressed. Vote on our Instagram story, Utah's VFX. Hey, so, Ajay, you know, working from home has become obviously much more commonplace with the pandemic, right? And it's become something that people realize they like doing. Companies have been like, yeah, this is we like doing this as well. Yeah. Well, apparently, if you work from home long enough, you, you start forgetting people's faces. You just don't recognize your coworkers anymore. The question I have to ask is, what the heck's going on here then? Because people can't get our names right. <laughs> I'm not going to fault people if you go home and all of a sudden there's coworkers you really only see in passing or maybe when you're like, eh, I hate that coworker not enough to not go get the cake out of the break room and you, you don't remember the name. I'm, I'm good with that. AJ McCall at VFX, AJ7N. But a new survey says two-thirds of people working remotely say that they have just started to forget their coworkers. They just can't recognize them anymore. They don't. They forget where they, why they're friends with on Facebook. They don't recognize their faces. They have to constantly remind themselves. And my question is, what's the excuse for people here then? My name's AJ. His name's AJ. People can't say, keep us separate. I feel like it's been, well, I'm a degenerate. You're a sweetheart. Our skin tones are differently. I'm tall. You're not. I mean, we're not. It's not like we look even close. Black hair, brown hair, glasses all the time, mostly contacts. Like, I don't get it. I feel like you just totally condescendingly pointed me out the differences. You're short. I'm not. You got black hair. I've got brown hair. What do you want? Degenerate. You got, I'll do it. Look, degenerate, foul mouth over here. Your four S- eyes. Sweetheart. I'm 2020 vision. Why don't you just kiss my rear end then, AJ? Bunch you of metal in my face. I'm going to walk Very around and be like, hey, my name's AJ. 
You already do at restaurants. Oh man, it's the best. That's fine. I don't, like, oh, I, you're 18. I don't care about that as long as you don't get me in I trouble. Am. I don't want to come in the next day and find out that me did something terrible in a public Knight. place. How I love Ashley. You know what? Ashley is the best. You're absolutely it's right. True. It is it's the best. Statement. So yeah, actually, I've kind of wondered because there's a few people who've been here for a long time who it's get like, us mixed up. There's all like the time. three people who do it constantly. Do you think they're doing it on purpose or One of them, accidental? Yes. One of them, I think, absolutely is. But Knows what they're doing. Enough of the times they have done it and then, and then tried to catch themselves halfway through that it's not on purpose. And that's my question. is like, do they just forget? Do we not have memorable faces? Well, I mean, when you say Ajay, I mean, it, I mean, it happens. Like, you're going to be like, oh, AJ. Like, I've introduced myself to so many people and, like, numerous times, and they'll still call me AJ. And it's not on purpose. Hmm. It's accidental. They'll just... They'll just, I mean, coaches, radio people, they'll say, oh, hey, AJ. And I'll be like, uh, it's, uh, you know what, forget it. Yeah, that's fine, <laughs> you know whatever what, works. It. The answer, obviously, one of us has to change our names. How much does it bug you? Me? Yeah. Um, or is this it, depends, it, d- it depends on the person there who does go. it. There we go. <laughs> Mostly it does it because I like AJ. I like, uh, we work together on a lot of Though different it's stuff. It's crazy. Like when I'm in the building and I hear AJ, I still respond to it. I'll be like, yeah, what's up? Well, at this point, how can you not? Like it's the same way with me. At this point, how do I know it's if it's for me or not? Yeah. So at this point, I, I'll poke, turn my head around to see if they're actually talking to me because they've done it enough times. I'm like, yeah, cause I bet, what? In fact, there's a couple people here for a while that I, I was just thinking about it that still call me AJ. Like that I've, they know my name's AJ, but they still call me AJ because it's more simpler for them. So like when I go to restaurants, two letters. Like when we're my meet people, and I'm dead serious. Like when I'm on the road for travel or whatever, and uh, and I meet somebody, they're like, "Hey, my name is Jared. Oh, hey, I'm AJ." And the guy behind me who's worked with me for the last five years is like, "Your name's AJ," and I'm like, "Dude, you don't get it, do you?" Like if I say it's AJ, because then they're like, "Uh, uh, how how do you say it's a AJ AJ?" And I'm like, "Dude, it's AJ. It's two syllables. AJ." Jay, how the fetch you get that off? You know what? I'm AJ. Oh, AJ. Yeah, I got you, man. That's cool. See, that's the funny thing is that you. I totally get you using it in those situations. So you would think no one would ever mess up my name here, right? Because AJ's the easy one. Yeah. Nope. No way. <laughs> no. What are you been called? I got to hear oh, this. Oh, here it worked. No, I just, that's what I'm saying. They still call me AJ and stuff like that. And they mess it up. That's what's bonkers to me. AJ's the same. Like if they just called both of us AJ all the time, I would get it. It's yeah. an easier name. Yeah. But they don't. You get AJ, I get AJ, and it's like they switched us. We need to do nicknames, okay? Yes, we gave a nickname to the intern yesterday. We need to do yeah. one for ourselves. Uh, Tot, okay? Um, I like that. Actually, I'm on board with what that. What would you be? You contemplate that because I actually I need all your brain power focusing because we're going to get – it's Friday, which means we play Cash Valley Secrets on uh, the AJ McCall show. So we got a lot of confessions people share with us to vent as they head in the weekend, which we'll get to. But before we get there, it's usually good to lead by example. TikTok is really – great in a lot of ways and really terrible in a lot and there's like these monthly challenges they've come up with and they've involved like vandalizing schools and stuff like that oh so the confessions become what have ajay and i done at school that we need to confess to and i know that you have a bevy of them because you inspired johnny knoxville to go on to create that show that made him famous sure did i have a problem stealing things kids are uh interesting kids are interesting AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. AJ's filling in. So much has been made the last couple months about some of these trends because there seems to be monthly ones that come out on TikTok. Like there was the one that try and take something from a public restroom and there's supposed to be other ones. There was ones about smacking a teacher on the backside. It's like, oh my gosh, guys, come on. We live in the digital age. Someone's going to record that and you're going to really, really get in trouble. But I'm not saying that we didn't do stupid things even outside the digital age because we did. And to start off Cash Valley Secrets, your confessions, which you want to get off your chest, the question is, as we found out a couple weeks ago, that AJ's actually one that inspired Johnny Knoxville to do that certain show that made him famous. What are the what are some of the things you did at school? Maybe you got caught, maybe you didn't. Oh man. I'll tell you this, and I'll start. It's only fair. In either my home now or my bedroom back home, I have a I have an exit sign, hangs over the door. I have a caution wet floor sign, one of the janitor signs. I have a trophy. I think that's it. All of them taken from my high school. The exit sign was broken, so caveat to that, they were going to throw that away, so I saved that. The caution wet floor sign, I, I just picked it up on my way out of school one day. I just literally walked off with it. I'm trying to think. I knew. I knew you were well-behaved. Not. 
no, I don't think I ever did anything at my school that I wasn't supposed to. Uh, like I, I, I got, honestly, like I'm trying to did I steal anything. I didn't ever vandalize the property. <laughs> You're a really stupid start my senior year. So uh, one of the big car dealership owners in my hometown donated a bunch of money to uh, my school, and they were going to use it to build a performance art uh, theater. And so my senior year, it was donated like right as I became a freshman. I was in the band department, so we were excited, and they built the new football stadium first. So I never got to use it because they didn't start to it till uh, I graduated. So my senior year, we decided we had these chalk outlines we used during the summer because we practiced out on the pavement. So we just we made chalk outlines of ourselves on the carpet, and we left it because they're gonna knock they're knocking the freaking building down. They're destroying it. It's going down this summer. With chalk outlines, not that big deal. I get a phone call from the band teacher. Tells me that he can't believe that I would vandalize the school. He is so disappointed that I would do something so dumb. And if I do not come in and clean up my mess, there will be consequences. So I come in. Do you know how long it took to clean that up? 10 seconds. It's chalk on carpet. You got a wet paper towel. Just trace the outlines done. My friend didn't even get the wet paper towel. He just ran his foot up and down the carpet to get the dust out. Like that was it. I was like, really? Like that's what we're getting yelled about? Yeah, I don't think. And honestly, as I, as I, Put it through my brain in my four years there. I don't think that I ever did anything. And I and the reason why, I'll be very honest, wasn't because I was a good kid. It had nothing to do with that. It was that everyone knew my freaking dad. Oof. And my dad is very, very well known and very, very well respected. It. And if it if it went around and it would easily, easily would have been reported back to him. And my uncle was the former principal there. So all oh, hell would have broke loose if I would have ever did anything. Yeah, and I so it wasn't because I was a good kid, because I was a horrible, horrible person. I really was. It was more the fact that I just was terrified of my dad, and it was going to get back to him. That no, that that would do it. Uh, I'll I'll give you one more. We can pretend this one is Ajay. So one time, Ajay had a friend in the theater department who offered to to give him a tour, and he said, "Heck yeah, sign me up." And you got to see everything. You got to go up in the rafters. You got to go down the basement that looked like a dungeon that no one's allowed into. And I could see why because it's super scary. We went up on the roof of the school, which you'd never been onto. It was great. You got to see all this stuff. And you went on a tour with a girl named Pam who you had a huge crush on and you were super pumped about it. The problem is this tour commenced after you got out of your third period class because Josh was his name, was able to take that. The problem is the bell rings. I think we had six-minute passing periods. I don't remember how long it was. The bell rang. Six minutes. That tour went for 30 minutes. So then you wandered to your next class, which was newspaper, and you just walked in with no good excuse. You had 10 minutes to walk to the class, and you couldn't come up with anything because you weren't thinking about it. And luckily, that teacher's really cool. So as soon as you open the door, you you go, you just said, I'm going to tell the truth. Sorry, I got an opportunity to take a tour of the school, and I did. I got to see all the cool stuff, which was the truth. The teacher went, "Uh uh-huh. What was her name? (laughs) Done. No response. There's no response that you're like, I'm. What? Oh, man. No. No. I got it. Didn't get uh, in trouble. Sus- Susan. Uh, Susan's right there in row three. <laughs> Fun fact you appreciate this. Uh, Pam uh, went on to Baylor. She works in the PR department for the Dallas Cowboys. Man, that's depressing. Maybe I should have been a rebel. I would have been more successful in life. How do you respond to that, though? Teacher told I was like, yeah, what's her name? Dude, I would have been like, it's none of your dang business. (laughs) My dad had that teacher when he went to high school, by the way. I'll put it in my article. He was cool. (laughs) So we start off Catch Valley Secrets with the dumb stuff you've done when you've gone to school or went to school. Maybe you got in trouble. Maybe you got away with it. Utah's VFX on our social media. You can send us a message to continue to to spread confessions or, or confess and vent and get it off your chest. But Cash Valley Secrets, of course, is not limited to just one spectrum. We just start with one. So the secrets people have been sharing all week, we're going to help them vent and feel better, clear the conscience. What do you need to confess? What secrets do you need to get off your chest so you can feel vindicated and free to go into the weekend? Cash Valley Secrets for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX with AJ McCall, AJ subbing in, and a very simple one to start with. I haven't read 95% of the books on my shelves and likely never will. I still buy more, though. Why? It's a thing. You just can't stop. I, I feel the same, though. My library is pales in comparison to the one my dad has back home. Though I think he's read better than 5% of his books, but the same thing with him. They have, like, three shelves built into walls that are just filled with books that he's collected. <laughs> so, really random but I've been getting into the O.J. Simpson trial stuff again, like watching it. Like, okay. I, I, I finished the uh, 
the thing on ESPN Plus about you know being or I guess everyone being interviewed. The, yeah. Marsha and all that, Marsha Clark and all those people. And then I watched the one that has, like, um, Mark, uh, what, Cuban Gooding, Gooding Jr. Cuban, and John Cuban Travolta. Yep. I watched that. Yep, yep. yep. I've, I've been watching clips. I don't know why I got into it, though. I have no idea what got me into it all of a sudden. Random. Really random. Rabbit holes are always a blast. Not the most productive, but they're no, tons they of fun. No, you're not, not the most. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Here's another one. Uh, we the height has come up a little bit, especially on the the shows. Audrey and I talked about the height surgery you can get. Yeah, you've been talking a lot about it. Yeah, well, it's come up. Uh, the confession is, I don't get why some people are only into tall guys. So I have to, if I have to choose between a hot guy who's five seven and a hot guy who's six foot, I pick the short one. There must be a reason why the tall one is single, and it's not his height slash. Where looks. were you when I was looking? Because you know what? No one, no one wants to date the short, you know, adorable Indian guy. Nope. They want to go with the guy with the tight pants, flannel shirt, flat brim hat, ugly looking shoes. He has blonde hair, and he's like, it just makes no sense. Well, no, let's go for that dude because, and he has like a fat wallet, like that with those tight leggings. It's gross. Tight leggings. It just makes me want to freaking throw up. Sorry, buddy. Cash Valley Secrets. Uh, I stayed at a really nice hotel for my wedding, uh, or excuse me, for a wedding. However, I. Uh, May have had an accident in uh, my pants. So when I got back to the room, I chucked them out the window. Unfortunately, I woke up to the sound of the hotel staff trying to find a ladder long enough to get the pants off the flagpole in front the next day. Oh, man. (laughs) See, that's rough. What was the thought in throwing them out front? Somebody was going to have to deal with that. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's not great. Hey, would you like to, even though you judged me yesterday when I was honest and open with you about my roommate stories, would you like to know a fun fact about weddings in me? What? I've been to two weddings as an adult, and I have been part of the bridal party both times. I was the uh, I was the best man alternate, and my best my, my, one of my best friends, and I was the best man for my brother's wedding. Both of those weddings, I had a sit-down discussion with the bride and groom beforehand because somebody that was going to be on the, in the maid of honor or on the bridal party side, on the women's side, uh, is someone I have a history with, and it did not go well. AJ, so we had to sit down. Didn't. And, I didn't do anything, but but in both of those weddings, I had to have a conversation with the bride and groom both times. That hey, AJ's coming, so and so's coming. Is that going to be a problem? We want you guys there. We don't want this to be a problem, so we need to address this now. And both times, it was fine. I said it's not a big deal. Whatever. It's a happy day. I don't have to talk to him. I wasn't paired up with him. It was fine. The reason this is a fun fact is because one another one of my buddies, is uh, his bought his engagement ring. He hasn't gotten engaged, but whenever he gets married, we assume I'm going to be his best man. The maid honor cannot stand for the life of me. Same thing. And so I'm like, just keep the streak going. Have a conversation with me. Hey, Sean is going to be the maid honor. We know you don't like each other. And I'm like, yeah, we're right. But uh, we'll, it'll be fine. I'm going to do a better speech than her. It'll be great. I don't get invited to a lot of weddings. I really don't. In fact, like, in now that I do get invited, it, the ones I do now, I don't even want to go. <laughs> I don't. Even, I'm like, I'm like, uh, hey, can you make it? No, I've got work. I've got, uh, I've got a game. Audrey, you're on a bye week. Yeah, I've got a game. I've got something else. <laughs> Somebody interesting invite Audrey. AJ and I called me. He wants to do a podcast, and I, I, I can't make it over there. I'm sorry. I'm happen. really busy. All right, look, we're both fellas, and I admit regularly on the show that fellas can be a little bit dense at times and not the most observant. But ha- this one is crazy. So the confession is, I had my first boyfriend's name and a heart tattooed on the sole of my foot. It hurt. I've been married for 10 years, and my husband has never noticed. Hey, will you read that again? I have my boyfriend's first boyfriend's name and heart tattooed on the sole of my foot. It hurt. I've been married for 10 years, and my husband has never noticed. How? Oh, man. I'm not saying you look at the feet all the time, but how? Uh, maybe they've never just seen the feet. I don't how how do you not notice like 10 years 10 years never seen the bottom of her foot I don't know it sounded I mean you're never like hey can I just see the bottom of your feet it's been five years and I haven't seen the bottom of your feet yet <laughs> just so make sure they're can't still really there. make it official yet can no. I just can I tickle your feet you know there's a trend on TikTok where people do the toy story I don't thing. watch TikToks so no I don't know no I, I know I'm telling you there's a trend on TikTok where you do the toy story thing so when your partner falls asleep just to make sure you write your name on the bottom of their foot so everybody knows who they want to <laughs> Oh, he clearly hasn't seen TikTok. Yeah, you know how Andy writes his name on the bottom of his toys? Same thing. So if he would have done that, if he would have wrote his name just to make sure, Guys, he would have seen this tattoo. Can I be clear? Get off of TikTok. It is a waste of time. It's not. It's awesome. It is a waste of it's social so much media. Fun. Yeah. 
It's a blast, Ajay. You're going to cave one of these days, I promise. Hey, how old are you too old to be on social media? Never. Yes, it's, you th- are. They're designed for everybody. They're 40 just and over ways. need to get off social media. No, no they don't. Only well, off TikTok. No, no, they don't. Facebook's fine. No, all of them are fine. Uh, I got a question for you. Marriage and weddings and all that came up in the Cash Valley Secrets. So I mentioned this earlier that we we're going to get to this. I found out recently, a buddy of mine went and bought an engagement ring. Super happy for him. I haven't met the girl, but from everything I've heard, she's a sweetheart. I'm happy for him, right? And I had a, and I had a thought. So there are now three of us in my friend group that are have either browsed and or purchased engagement rings. And I think there's something we all didn't do that I feel like you should if you say that you're best friends with someone. In my core friend group from back home, there's only one of us that is currently married. AJ McCall at VFX, AJ filling in. I need your advice that you're a married man. Uh, but I have designed my engagement ring and two of my other friends have now purchased their engagement rings. And here's the thing. When you got, uh, when you purchased your engagement ring, when you got ready to do all that and plan all that out, did you consult anyone? No. Not at all? Nope. Did you look back after your wife said yes for, to, the, uh, to your proposal and all that and think, maybe I should have, maybe, maybe I should have talked to someone just to ask, get some advice? No. No? So here's the thing. So I'm pretty sure my friend... Uh, Andrew bought his before the rest of us. I, I don't know if he had his girlfriend design. I don't think he did. But I know my buddy Zach, who just bought his, he had uh, his girlfriend's pers- uh, opinion on it. And I took Ashley out to see what she liked and have her pick out a couple. So we did. And those are the most important people. But then I thought about it. All in the span of a year, we've all bought engagement rings. We're all super tight. And none of us said anything to anyone until after the ca- after the fact. I found out Zach got an engagement ring after he bought it. Andrew got his engagement ring after he bought it. I told them that I I bought mine yet, but I designed it. And I told them afterwards, I was like, hey, we're like best friends. Like, shouldn't we consult with each other? Like, all right, I'll bring it in, guys. All right, what are we thinking here? Let's talk a little bit. What are you thinking? What did, what did you get here? What works? What did you like? Here's some ideas. Like, and we didn't do that. And I feel like that's a classic guy thing. I'm not saying you have to look, I would have been no use designing either of their rings. I, I, that's uh, Yeah, you call in the girl on that one. You call in their sisters, their BFFs, whoever to get that. I got that. But, like, I think it's a classic guy thing to be like, I'm going to do this by myself. Like, it's a it's the manly man thing. Is a, You can ask a couple questions like, hey, any advice? How do you do about this? How do you do that? Or any suggestions how to go about it? Because, like, if I didn't do that on the AJ McCall show, and it was Ellie, shout out to Ellie called in, who had, had, uh, had worked in jewelry stores before, said, look, AJ, you're going about it all wrong. You can still keep it a secret, but take your lady out because, one, she will love it, and, two, then you'll know what she likes and you can get the perfect ring. If Ellie hadn't called in and said that when I asked about it months ago on the AJ McCall show, I would have done it, and then I would have swing and a miss. But I asked for help, and I'm just I'm thinking about it. I'm like, guys, we should have talked to each other about this a little bit. Just, you know, hey, I'm thinking about this. Oh, man, that's awesome. Did you think about this? Whatever, you know. I, I I mean I guess some people need counsel or advice or whatever it is to be able to do whatever they're Ajay doing. I knew exactly what he was doing all the time. But I mean no, I I just I keep things really private in my life. I I don't like talking Look, about you that's know. That's fine. I just feel like because the more advice you get, the more confused you are. Oh, I'm not saying open it up to everyone. I'm like like these are my core. Oh yeah, my like core you have that dudes. one circle of group. Yeah, they're my yeah. core dudes. Like I'm not saying like like uh, who else works here? Like uh, intern TBA. Love yeah. to do today. If he asked me for my advice, I'd give it to him. But I don't expect him to like come ask me advice on proposing to whatever girlfriend he may or may not have. He's he a sweet have kid, one, by I the asked way. Him. He's, he's a sweet kid. Big fan. Single and ready to mingle. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I I feel like that's totally a dude thing to not like tell tell afterwards. Like, I mean, if if they, we had our druthers, I think some of us might have proposed and not said a, a darn thing to the other one and be like, hey. Like, I'm happy for you. Don't get me wrong. I'm super happy for you, but, like, didn't think of bringing it up at, at any point. Just be like, hey, by the way, I'm thinking of, like, because that's the thing, right? Now I know he's thinking about proposing. It had never come up. I knew he was going to get there. He loves the girl to death. My my friend Zach that just bought his. But I'm like, how did this not come up in conversation beforehand? I just Again, feel like that's a guy thing. I, I mean, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, some people want to talk about those things, and some people are like, I would rather just keep everything to myself. You know what, Ajay? I want to be involved in your life. I wish you'd stop shutting me out. Especially well, since we're going to be roommates. I'm, Yeah, that. see, and that's the other thing is we got to make an adjustment because I, I ain't going to talk to you a whole lot about a lot of those things. So we wow. are just going to have to make an adjustment. I mean, when we that's play Madden, so no words. No so words spoken. I don't trash talk you. I just beat you. <laughs> 
You should put that on a t-shirt. I'm going to be honest. Actually, yeah, You should really legitimately good. just put on a t-shirt. I don't trash talk you. I just beat you. Speaking ya. of copywriting phrases. Yeah. Uh, but patent pending. You got to say that. Patent pending. <laughs> there, nobody can take it. Uh, holiday season's coming up, and if you're broke, might be a little bit tough to figure out what to get people. So, AJ, I'm going to ask you, and I feel like I know the answer, about doing homemade gifts. AJ McCall at VFX. AJ, nice enough to sub in yesterday. Today, really appreciate it. And my question for you is, AJ, let's say, hypothetically, you're broke as a joke. You went on vacation, then you came back, and all your stuff broke. Car broke down, some other stuff. Yeah, it sucks. Timing is terrible. So then you're trying to think, okay, well, we, we do the Christmas thing. We've cut it down with our families and friends to one gift exchange, but you still want to do something nice. And then then the love of your life says, well, I'm pretty handy. I think we could craft something. Okay, I'll listen to it, but I am not handy. So if you were like, AJ, make everyone at work a handcrafted gift, I'd be like, nah, no, <laughs> it's not going to go well. I don't want them to think I hate them. I think I'll take my chances of not getting them something over giving them some macaroni art. What do, what, what do you think? They're in a similar situation as I am, and you decide to go with the handcrafted gifts. What what in the heck do I do? Or should it just be like, look, I don't know. I don't think it's going to work. Let's just let's find something else. I'm not a handy. Well, I mean, I, li- I like to do homemade stuff. Like, yeah. There's stuff that I think brings more relevance and more joy than going to the mall and buying something. Yes, um, I completely agree. That's the trick. you got to find some emotional tie-in. But I also need somebody else to do it. Oh, I feel you, buddy. So but, I, but so here's a couple of gifts I've done. For um, uh, my boss I work with in Salt Lake, uh-huh. he, uh, he went to Deckwell High School. So I had Deckwell send me a helmet, and their team had autographed the helmet because they'd won the state championship and went undefeated. That's pretty legit. So I gave that to him. That was pretty cool. Um, my mom and dad are big fans of the Christmas story. Uh-huh. So I, I bought the, like, the leg lamp, right? Uh-huh. Um, the whole thing of it. And then I had a friend make me a wooden box, like the, like <laughs> humongous wooden box, That's and I put awesome. Fragili on it, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I did that. Let's go like, see it from like, Turn all the other lights on. Let's turn all the other lights on. <laughs> Let's go see it from up front. Oh, lamb. Like the kid, kid rubbing the legs is one of my favorite parts. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I mean, I've done. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I've done that's a couple really things cool. like that. But, I mean, it, I can't do it myself. I need someone else to do it for me. I feel you because that's the thing. I feel like, like, so my my creative outlet of choice is writing. Um, And so I suppose I could do that. And it would probably be a good idea. But, like, I, she asked me to do craft stuff. She learned some new stuff. And I trust her immensely. She said she could do it. She could do it. I just had it like immediate skepticism, but like, okay, what are we gonna make? Because like, you can only make so many. You know, uh, McCall has a, a preference for making wreath, wreaths, and I'm sure she would say like, there's some people in her life that would appreciate them, and then there's plenty to be like, cool, thanks. Like, I, I'm not gonna be to be honest, I'm not gonna be someone who appreciates a wreath. I'm like, what am I do? I don't hang up anything on my door. Thank you for giving me a, a plant. I'm gonna throw away. <laughs> so that's what I was skeptical about. Because like, I mean, unless you're really good at it. Your options are limited, but the stuff you did is pretty cool. And that makes me think, all right, I got to get into, got to get some creative spirit my own and try to, you got you to create the emotional tiger, right? Because that's yeah. generally what you say. If it's like, it's like, hey, we just made stuff, that to me sounds like, hey, we're just cheap. But if you say, hey, I like, I thought of this and put this personal touch on it, now you're like, okay, that's really nice. Then, yeah, it I appreciate more it. value. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm with you. Wait, I want a helmet, though. Can you get me a helmet? You got contacts? Like, my school's never going to win a state championship, but I would love a football helmet. I've got contacts. Okay. All right. I just I wanted to put that in the universe, just in case your Audrey was like, oh, I'm going to give it to producer Butters. <laughs> He'll understand and love it. Him him and his love of sports. I mean, that's a that's a home run gift right there. <laughs> he, he's going to take it and put it on and start running around with it. <laughs> he's going to be invincible! <laughs> Friday on the AJ McCall Show on VFX means that we conclude Park Narcs. Nominee number one this week. Got to get my driver's license. That one stood out to a lot of people because it is a bold choice to go to the place where they can give you the thing that allows you to legally drive and then double park at the DLD. Not to mention that they're labeled parking, so it's not even like you could pretend like if you cut out the building, like, oh, I didn't see anything. It says DLD parking on every individual parking spot. This van perfectly double parked. Nominee number two, though, was more interested as opposed to... Uh, mental embarrassment, some physical damage. Look, my car's so strong. Nominee number two, the car that bumped the cement block. Maybe it broke it, maybe it didn't, but it seemed to hit the cement barrier, push it at least because it is bending, bending a sprinkler. So not only is it parked in a stripy rectangle, which it is not allowed to park in, that means don't park there. It is also creating some property destruction by bending that sprinkler. And from everything I've heard, the sprinklers 
are, uh, well, they're a little bit temperamental, but nonetheless, you probably shouldn't destroy it if it's not yours. We heard AJ's vote. We heard McCall's vote. Frankly, I kind of got to agree. We all think it's number one. None of our votes count. But it was an overwhelming, crushing majority that the worst parker in Cache Valley this week was number one. The double parking at the DLT. That's a bold choice. You should be docked some sort of points. There's no, some sort of dock should happen, and maybe that costs you your license. But congratulations to Narker number one. They're going to get their hands on uh, a float at Floating Sensations. And um, if you see any terrible parking, continue to do your part to help clean up the valley. Safely take a picture. Submit it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram, Utah's VFX. As we continue to trend towards the head of the end of the year, which means we are going to do a tournament to find out who is the worst parker of 2021. Thank you, as always, to our voters, to our park narkers. VFX's Facebook roulette, and you know, it's really easy when McCall's not here because I win, and it's really easy when AJ disappears because, well, there's not even anybody to, you know, snap back and disagree with me. Uh, the uh, AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. But my choice today, I landed on my friend Jill. Well, it might be two days in a row, but she shared a picture of Stitch who's sleeping in his pajamas just looking at the ceiling. It says, when you're upset about something but don't want to talk about it because you're just overreacting, so you just lay there and pout. Which is good, right? Because then you're not letting anyone suffer your wrath as you hopefully mentally work through it or at least compartmentalize it. My question is, is that actually worse than when you are stuck awake in the middle of the night because your brain goes, hey, remember in fourth grade where you said this really stupid thing or... Remember when you did this really cringy thing and, you know, yeah, it was 20 years ago, but for whatever reason, we're going to think about it and you're going to beat yourself up over how you could have been so stupid. I can't stand that. I'm a victim of that constantly. It's what fuels my rage. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. AJ and McCall on Facebook and Instagram as well. Thank you to everyone that voted for Parkners. Continue to submit your Parknark nominees, Utah's VFX. Whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram. And if you miss anything, AJ and McCall show, do not forget you can search AJ and McCall, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all of our podcasts are posted. Everything we've done ever should be there. Big thanks to AJ. He subbed in yesterday and today. Really appreciate it. He's been here a bunch for me to help me out when I'm doing I've been flying solo, so I really appreciate that and thank him. And enjoy the weekend. You know, it's always nice when the weather, the nice weather falls on the time you can enjoy it. It'd be stupid if it was like lousy weather this weekend and it was sunny all week because you clearly can't get out and enjoy it. We all got to go to work. We're all functioning adults. So get out and enjoy that. And until Monday for the AJ McCall Show, don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.